Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or The Notorious Fantasy. And yet again, I'm joined with Flex Shane. All of his links are down below in the description. We've already done three wide receiver videos. This is the fourth, and we've done four running backs. So please make sure to check those out on my YouTube channel. You can watch them after this because you're just going to have a great time here. So the first, or the guy we're going to be talking about in this video is Justin Jefferson, wide receiver out of LSU. Now I'm going to read off his junior year stats. Year, or his age 21, 15 total games because they made the playoffs. They won the national championship. 111 receptions on 122 targets. 1,540 receiving yards, 21.5% target share of the offense, 91% target rate, and 18 touchdowns. He scored more touchdowns that year than the, his first two years combined, even though he didn't really play his first year. But those numbers are amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. 111 receptions on 122 targets, 91% catch rate. This guy has glue on his hands. He does. And, uh, you know, that's probably one of the things that you, you look at. I mean, he had a guy named Burrow who was throwing him the ball and that obviously made a pretty big difference, but it's kind of like a Michael Thomas, right? It's yes. Obviously having a guy like Drew Brees throwing the ball makes a big difference, but at the end of the day, this guy's got to come down with the ball and to come down with it 91% of the time is pretty impressive. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that, that, those are just amazing stats. Now his best skill, is it his hands or what is it to you? I'd probably say his hands. I mean, well, look, so we were chatting about this before, before we started recording here. And the fact that he was pretty much, I think a red shirt in his, um, in his, well, I want to say rookie season, but freshman year. Yeah. So yeah, I live in Canada, so we don't call it freshman and sophomore. So it always takes me half a second to calculate that, but yeah. So in his freshman year, he was basically a red shirt and he was a two star prospect when he was, when he was recruited. And the fact that he could go up and in this, like in his third season, put up those ungodly numbers. Um, albeit LSU is probably like the best historic uh, college football team in history. I, if, if not, they're at least in like the top conversation. Yeah. Um, it still makes a difference, right? And then you compare it to the fact that he was playing with a prospect named Jamar Chase. I'm sure you guys have heard of him. He's probably going to be the top ranked uh, wide receiver prospect coming into the NFL next year. Yeah. It, it makes a big ass difference that he still had 21% of the target share. But I mean, you also have to take things into context, right? Just the fact that he wasn't such an electric team. I mean, how does a guy like Justin Jefferson who has these gaudy stats stack up to a guy like Jalen Rager? How do you kind of um, choose, okay, he was on a great team. How would a player like Jalen Rager be on that team? What if, what if Justin Jefferson played on TCU? Would he have these godly stats? Probably not. But yeah. the fact that he's done it, he was in the opportunity and he took advantage of his opportunity. That to me makes a big difference. Yeah, for sure. He is 6'1", and he weighs 202 pounds from the combine. He ran a 4.43 on the 40-yard dash, which is pretty good, 86th percentile. So something we talk about in all these videos is the guy's breakout age. He broke out at 19.6. Typically, what'd you say? How old did you have to be? He was 20 before 20. Is no, if, you, if, if you're in your 19, if you're age 19 when you break okay. out, like that's good. If you're a phenom, if you're phenomenal, it's, it's in the 18 range but i would say 19 is probably good when you're getting in your 20s 21s that's a later breakout age and that's when it's a little bit your spidey sense can go off say okay was this a blip on the radar or was it actually something that's going to be repeatable and that's what it comes down to is i mean football in general is such a small sample size that it's sometimes hard to say is this real is this going to be consistent but um, the younger that you've got a breakout age and then you continue to be productive throughout your career a college career it typically will lead to um, an indication that you're going to be good in the NFL. 
Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Now, right now, Justin Jefferson is 21.2 years old. Now, something I bring up in all these videos as well is where we believe a guy like Justin Jefferson will land. Now, I'm going to talk about some of the mocks I've looked at, some of the mocks I've done. I've seen him go to Philly and the Saints primarily, yes. or the yep. Packers, I guess, if he falls there. So where do you like Mr. Justin Jefferson to fall? Well, I have not heard him go to the Saints. Um, even with like a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, I guess Sanders is more of a couple. Oh my bad! Sort of I was deal. seeing that. Bef- I was talking about before Emmanuel Sanders. I'm a dummy. My yeah. Bad. Well, you know what? Listen, we've talked about it before that a lot of the times these wide receivers aren't necessarily going to have the immediate production in year one, right? Emmanuel yeah. Sanders is what 33 years old. Like he's not exactly going to be there for a long time. And the thing about like a, a, a getting drafted by a team like the Saints is the fact that. Um, Breeze has announced that this is indeed going to be his final season. So you don't know what's going to happen there next year. You just don't really know. So would the Zans be the, the, the best landing spot? Maybe for this season, but long-term, hard to say. Um, I, I can see him going to a team like San Francisco because he does play a different role than the Kadibo Samuel. But yeah. selfishly, as a guy with a lot of Debo Samuel shares in my dynasty leagues, I think that that's going to be negative for a guy like Debo, but to me, a t- a, an offense like San Francisco, it's kind of like the boat or like a tide. What is it? A high tide rises all boats or something like that. What's the expression? I'm butchering Some expression. it. I always do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm absolutely butchering it, but look, it'll be good for everybody. So Justin Jefferson's, I think the kind of player that he shows, I mean, he's a big body receiver. Um, one of the things I noticed when watching some of his game tape is he's really got that ability to box out um, mm-hmm. the, 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 the defenders and, He's the kind of guy who can go and basically run one yard into the end zone, cut back, and just on on the end zone line, like catch the ball for the touchdown. And that makes a difference. I mean, he, he can play all different types of roles. He's got sticky hands. We talked about trust with a quarterback, 91% catch rate. That's pretty impressive. Um, that will make any quarterback trust you. So he could probably land, you know, again, it's it's one of these, he's one of these top prospects that he's gonna land in any position and he's probably gonna be productive. You want him going somewhere with um, a coach that can know how to use a player like this, but yeah. he's pretty prototypical, right? In terms of his, his overall uh, stats, just the fact that he is two, six foot one over 200 pounds, he could probably play in any prototypical role. Um, mm-hmm. He played in the slot a lot and he was the most productive in the slot at LSU. Yeah. And I could see him being a very productive slot receiver, which five years ago wasn't a big deal, but in the modern day NFL, you want guys who can move the chains, and that's what a good slot receiver can do. Yeah, I mean, I'd love if you went to the Eagles, but Deshaun Watt, no, Deshaun Jackson is there, obviously, yeah. but that guy will probably just end up getting hurt. If you yeah. went to the Eagles, I think Carson Wentz could just feed him. I think. I mean, look, the Eagles are a fun team. They're they're fast, they, and they need they need receivers like Alshon Jeffrey. I think is still injured. It's not a lock that he's even going to play um, at the start of the season. Um, JJ Arthega Whiteside last year did absolutely squat. Um, he was a pretty high sought out prospect last year when he was drafted, but as the season kind of went on, I think a lot of people soured on him and look, it's his rookie season. So that's not, it's not going to, the book's not shut on him, yeah. but I bet you, I guarantee you if a guy like Justin Jefferson goes to the team, he will become the wide receiver one on that team. Probably if not by the end of the first season into his second season. Yeah. I mean, I heard that Wentz and Aguilar are not uh, Nelson. What? Aguilar, what's the other guy's name? Aguilar's Jeffrey. gone. Alshon Jeffries, Jeffrey, right, yeah. they hate each yeah. other, allegedly. Oh, I really? Read, I read okay. that they don't like each other and that uh, Jeffrey wants out of there. I, I don't know why I said Aguilar. He's a bum as well. But. Well, Aguilar was there. Aguilar's gone now, finally. Yeah, thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, 
thing about Alshon Jeffrey is he's, he is an older wide receiver. He's been hurt his entire freaking career. Um, he maybe has a year or two left on his contract and they, they're never going to just straight out uh, cut him. But uh, I think the Eagles pretty much came out and said, like, we are open to trading this guy away. The yeah. question is, I mean, who would really want him? I mean, it'd probably be a team that's contending, right? Cause you're not going to um, trade for this guy uh, for the long term. It's we want, yeah. we think we can win this season and therefore we'll, we'll trade for a guy like Alshon Jeffrey, but yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So when talking about this wide receiver hit rate chart, I've done it in every single video. We've talked about yeah. it. Now, this guy is likely going to be a first round pick. Do you agree? Or I think so. Think? Okay. So first yeah. round pick. So likely the top 12 finish is not looking too hot, but a top 24 finish in fantasy football, there's a 36% chance uh, to finish in the top 36, which is wide receiver three, 55% chance and finish as a wide receiver four is a 55% chance. So that those are pretty solid numbers for a guy for his rookie year. Now, if we look into his sophomore year or his second year in the NFL, however you want to say it, he does have the potential to finish as a top 12 guy. 13% chance, top 24 is a 38% chance, top 36 is a 47% chance, and top 48 is a 47% chance. But I'm going to bring it up again. I know if you've watched all these videos, you're tired of hearing about the fucking coronavirus because I've said it every time, but this is going to impact these wide receivers. I'm not sure it impacts the running backs. I really don't think it will, to be honest with you, because you can just hand the guy the ball and he can figure it out. But you got to figure out how to run these routes. I brought this up. Dante Pettis had no idea what he was doing. He had no idea. Like Jimmy Garoppolo would say something. He had no idea what that meant. And he just fucking run. He had no clue what was going on. And that could happen to some of these guys if they're not fast learners, because these, all these things that are very helpful, rookie mini camp, OTAs, training camp, all these things may not even happen. The season may get delayed. I mean, I don't think it will, but it could. So when you're thinking about all these factors, it really makes the wide receiver hit rate that seemed humongous last year. It seemed like every wide receiver hit this year, it's going to be much lower. A lot of these guys that you think, a guy like Judy, you might think, holy shit, he might have the potential to finish top 15. He might just be not so hot if he gets lands in the wrong place. So that is something I just wanted to emphasize. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, I mean, absolutely. You've kind of nailed it here. I mean, we've talked about it at length, but the chance that these wide receivers are going to make an immediate impact on your fantasy team in year one is generally pretty low. I mean, they may have certain weeks where they pop off, but the problem yeah. is you're never going to know when, when the heck to start them. Right. So you're going to constantly be playing that if they pop off on your bench and you, and you start them the next week, well, they might put up like four points and that'll yeah. be a disappointment. So I think consistency is going to be tough for any of these wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about, you know, the other top three prospects, I think Justin Jefferson is kind of in the, in that conversation where he, especially around the end of the year, I think that he's the kind of player that can develop that trust with the quarterback and in the right situation, I think he could be fantasy relevant um, as like a wide receiver three, um, mm-hmm. at least by mid to end, end of the season, which look, not every, every wide receiver is going to be a wide receiver one, right? Not every wide yeah. receiver is going to be a wide receiver two, but I could absolutely see his career arc going almost like a Cooper cup where, you know, he, he has moments in his rookie season where he shows that he could be the quarterback's best friend, um, yeah. especially, you know, playing in that slot role. And then he slowly becomes just one of these reception monsters. And just being in the fact that most of us play in these PPR leagues, I could, I could conceivably see, but by year two or three, like Justin Jefferson's in the conversation for 80 to 90 receptions per year. And probably like he's shown you that he can score touchdowns, right? So he's yeah. got an, a nose for the end zone and, um, he could easily be um, a, a high-end wide receiver too, 
to a low end wide receiver one within a year or two. So I would be pretty comfortable with drafting this guy probably right around the end of the first round in, in your rookie drafts. Um, if he ends up on a team like the Eagles, though, that doesn't have a lot of wide receiver help and they really badly need quality wide receivers, maybe maybe he would move up on my board a little bit. Maybe he can have impact a little bit earlier because necessity, right? The team needs wide receivers. And hell, if, if he lands on a team like that where they absolutely need him to start day one, well, that can make a big difference. Yeah, for sure. He could definitely break the mold there of, in my opinion, a lot of these guys that are going to miss earlier in the year. I think that if he lands there, he's so much better than a guy like Greg Ward. Greg Ward was in like the AAF a year ago, and now yeah. he's a starting. He was like, he was a fantasy option towards mm-hmm. the end of the season. That's how crazy things were last season. So these guys will, all of these guys will probably have probably two or three weeks where they're wide receiver ones or twos. But the rest of the time, I think unless Jefferson lands in the spot, you'll be a bit disappointed in them. So I've said this in every video. Make sure to just, to me, I'm just drafting. And if you're in a startup, I'm just drafting a guy like Tyler Boyd two rounds later, three rounds later, a guy like Michael Gallup, a guy like Christian Kirk, who we compared another guy to. Christian Kirk is going to still do work this year, even though everyone wants to, you know, talk about how great DeAndre Hopkins is going to make the offense. That makes mm-hmm. Christian Kirk even better because now he's not the alpha guy on the team. So. Yeah, I mean, we, we just we just talked about with Justin Jefferson. A guy like Kirk is like, okay, not every wide receiver is going to be a wide receiver one. A lot of yeah. uh, Christian Kirk was a favorite of a lot of dynasty players for a lot a long time, and clearly, just the fact that they went out there and got a guy like Hopkins tells me that they don't maybe see him as wide receiver one, at least not mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. Um, although you could argue that no matter what, if you have an opportunity to get a guy like Hopkins for pretty much a bag of wooden nickels, mm-hmm. you're going to go for it to make your NFL team better. But look. Um, a guy like Justin Jefferson, a guy like Christian Kirk, these are guys who you can, they're going to be starters. Most of us play in three wide receiver leagues. You need a wide receiver two. You need a wide receiver yeah. three. Um, these are the guys you can get maybe a little bit later in your draft. You draft running back early and a guy like Justin Jefferson falls to like round eight or nine, maybe not this year, but I'm talking about in the future. Uh-huh. I would be cool with having him as like my wide receiver two or three, especially yeah. if you've got depth in other positions. So you need players like this in your team. And look, Justin Jefferson could be great. He really could be. Yeah, and like I said before, once they hit that year two, their hit rate goes significantly more up, and then it keeps going up as the years go on. So let's hope that he lands in a good spot. Maybe somehow he will go to Green Bay, and Aaron Rodgers actually has another target on his team. That's potential. But I don't even think he'll fall that far in the draft probably. But that's all just dreams for me. So you got anything else on Mr. Jefferson, or are we done here? No. Exciting prospect. Looking forward to, to the NFL draft. Yeah, for sure. Let's hope that it's uh, it's entertaining to watch on TV where they're not even like in person. So thank yeah. you guys all for watching this video. If you ended up enjoying, please click that subscribe button. Click on one of the videos that's on the screen. One of them should be uh, a wide receiver breakdown that we've done previously. Make sure to check out all of <laughs> Shane's links down below in the description. Make sure to check out his podcast, the Flex Network, also his Twitter and all that jazz. So thank you guys all for watching. I love each and every single one of you guys. Make sure to have a great rest of your day and we'll see you guys tomorrow with some other type of video. Goodbye.